0: Get the new Donkey Kong 64 bundle with the banana yellow game pack and the new Jungle Green N64 console. It's got a jungle green controller and comes with the Yo, listen up. We will not live in a two-dimensional world. We won't go in one direction or see what we can say. We will walk through walls. We will take a look around us. We will not be confined we believe in the path of least limits we won't be told how to view the world
1: we will experience true freedom we will not compromise we will live the game through our hands we will be in control of something we will change the system it's ferret 64 with your host yemi the ferret What's up, everybody? Is this on? Is this thing on? Uh, what's going on? I think I have my headphones up too high. Hello? Check one, two, check, check, check. There we go. I think that's okay. I, I keep hearing myself in my own headphones, which is kind of weird, which is not usual. But that's okay. We're here. We're here. We're live, and we're waiting for Stream Deck to start. I feel like I I messed it up somewhere. But how's everyone doing today, player two? Welcome, 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 and thank you for the two months of Twitch Prime subscription. Wow! How's the mic sound, guys? Um, <laughs> uh, so yesterday, I uh, had uh, ye old fiance sit down at my desk to check out a video I was making, and she was going to turn uh, down the volume, and she ended up turning down my gain, so I don't know if it's set right or not, (laughs) but uh, yeah, we're here. Hopefully it sounds okay. Hopefully the audio mixing is (mwah) bellissimo. Now, my, my stream deck is not working right now. Let me try and find it. Maybe it's stuck. Anyways, how are you all doing today? How are you doing today, player two? Hope you're doing well. I'm doing pretty good. The room has not really changed. We've just taken things out of it. Oh, there we go. All right, we're good. We're back in business. Uh, we're we are in the uh, final stages of. Um, I guess I mean uh, we're not in the final stage. We just started. We just put our um, our place on the market. Uh, Sunday, well, actually Monday, it got put on the market. So we took out as much stuff as we could that uh, we wouldn't need. And uh yeah, we're we're living we're living small in <laughs> right now. Um But yeah, uh thank you for coming by and and complimenting my hair. Thank you so much. Mike is good. Good. Very good. So uh, what else was else I was going to say? Um, we have two people. Two people already scheduled to look at the condo. So, like I've been saying for a while, things are probably going to slow down a little bit on the channel. Especially if uh, my internet doesn't move right away. So, don't be surprised if I'm gone for like a week or so, you know? Uh, yeah, we're looking to get into a bigger, a bigger place. Um... This place, we just outgrew this place, and we want a place for the dog to run around and have fun. You know, the usual things. But yeah, we're here, we're live, right now, tomorrow... No, 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 Friday! (laughs) Friday! Is gonna be a new film Freaks, with a Z. We're gonna be talking about The Dark Knight. You know, Batman and all that, we're gonna be talking about that. It's probably, I think it's the longest episode we've done so far. Or close to it So uh, that's exciting and then also Monday. There's gonna be a new episode of uh, What's it called? Grab bag 49 cent grab bag. That's right Alright So if you guys want to check that out Monday, that's pretty exciting. I like doing those grab bags. We won't we uh, this would be my second one and uh, It's it's a fun experience because I get to play all these like cheap little games and you can you kind of find you know, ooh, is this a secret surprise? You know, a secret good game? No spoilers, but uh, the first episode, we found a lot of stinkers. But we found some good hidden gems in there. So, that's all I got to say about that. Um, I think that's all the housekeeping things. I've been uploading these streams of Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, the one that came out today, I accidentally uploaded at 12 a.m. midnight. <laughs> so, whoops but it's out there. I was planning on putting up the Halo 2 stuff, but the second stream in my Halo 2 list, there's muted audio in it all of a sudden. It's so weird. So I've I've appealed it because it's like it's just part of the game, it's fair use. But we'll see how that goes. That's the one thing that, you know, that's the one thing that Twitch doesn't do like as well as YouTube is you know, like when they when they see a copyrighted song or something like that, or someone claims a copyrighted song, it mutes the stream and you can't like you can't you can't go back and like edit it or hear the muted audio. It's just muted forever. So yeah, that's it. I am planning on getting the Ori and the Will of the Wisps um, Twitch compilation out next week, and then the following week I'll probably be working on the Halo Two one. So there's that to look forward to. And yes. The Medal of Honor one, European Assault, is out now on the channel if you guys want to check that out. So, um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, Randy's asleep on the floor, so I think we're good to t- start talking about our first topic of the day, which is everyone's favorite part of the podcast. There we go. What has Yummy been playing this past week? That is right. What have I been playing this past week? Actually, this is past two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, Because I did not get to do a podcast last week. Because uh, we were working on things here. In my own abode. Oh, thank you. You know, they've been glitching out a little bit. But I think after the OBS update, they've been doing pretty good. So I'm okay with them now. Alright, let's pull up the wall of tabs here. First subject of the day, we're talking about Man Eater. It's a Man Eater. Watch out. You better watch out. So here we go, Man Eater. So Man Eater, what is Man Eater? It's a great game, by the way. Uh, I played this game at PAX and I immediately fell in love with it. What we're watching here is just the opening like 15 minutes of gameplay, it's exactly what I played at PAX, no spoilers or really anything like that so you don't have to worry about that, although it's a, it's a shark RPG game so, I mean, what kind of spoilers can you get oh, the shark, uh, the shark eats a guy, oh, what? oh, spoilers yummy, you stupid noob no uh, <laughs> the game is a breath of fresh air in an oversaturated market of rpgs and games like that i'm i'm gonna be honest with you guys i bought this game with the epic on the epic store and i heard i mean ChronoSide was saying he was having problems with the ps4 version but the epic store version worked really really well i didn't really run into any glitches or anything like that um but the gameplay is so addictive I, it, it did get a little repetitive after a while but i was playing for like three four hours straight and Right now, like, even with the newer games that have come out this year already, like, Doom and stuff like that... I-I-I haven't been playing much of them. God, spoiler! Oh, that's-it's-it's-it's-it's it's hard to say, but yes, I haven't been playing a lot of Doom or anything like that, the other games that have come out earlier this year. But, Maneater, I would play for like three or four hours at a time, I would get massive amounts of progress, I was doing the 100% stuff, and guess what? Epic Store and this game uh, for the for the PC version doesn't even have achievements or trophies. So I was doing it all because I was having fun. And that speaks volumes for this game because if I'm not enjoying a game but the trophies are easy, I'll I'll barge oh through my it. Oh god, look at them big old biddies. Jesus. Thank you for the it's all bits.
0: I'm I sorry. Haha. You deserve it all.
1: Well, thank you player 2. I appreciate the 97 bits. I appreciate that. Um, it looks like countless hours of fun. Yes, it is. The only thing is, um I've finished the game, of course. I did a hundred percent of the game. Um, the end game content, there was really no end game content. It's all just like once you do the hundred percent in each area, um, it's 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 kinda of done. You know, I got the last thing I had to do after I did it a hundred percent of all the areas and I got the story done, is I had to get the um uh, called? The, my, uh, my, uh, notoriety level all the way leveled up or some, or whatever it's called. Um, inf- Infamy level, that's what it's called. Oh, thank, P2, you're gonna make me blush. <laughs> I think it has MMO possibility, or would it not suit the game? MMO? Uh, no, I, I don't think that, uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't, nah. <laughs> No, No. <laughs> I don't think that would be a good idea. Um, so like I was saying, the, uh... The, the 100% for the game is actually relatively easy. So, if you are a trophy hunter or achievement hunter, you're probably going to want to pick this game up just because, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of getting trophies, right? But I think you, you, you get drawn in by the ease of the trophies, but you stay for the hours of fun and interesting gameplay. The areas in the game, each one of them kind of has their own vibe to it. Uh, after the initial area in the game that you're seeing now... Uh, you get dumped into, like, a bayou. And from the bayou, it kind of elevates into, like, a higher class area. And then there's, like, an area that has, like, a a run-down sea world. And then there's an area that is just, like, it's the Gulf Coast. So, like, it's a huge area with, like, sperm whales and humpback whales and and orcas and stuff like that. It's really cool. And I love the visuals in this game. Now, me personally, I'm spooked out by water, guys. You know, I'm not a huge fan of, of... the underside of boats, but I love sunken ships. You know, I'm not a huge fan of of swimming, but, hell, I'll play this game for three hours on end, you know? I'm not a huge fan of, like, water stuff, and I think it all stems from the movie Jaws. When I was a kid, like, watching Jaws, my mother had it on, and she was like, you can't play Roller Coaster Tycoon, you have to watch this movie, and I was like, why? I don't want to watch this movie, so I ended up watching Jaws, and uh, it, it, it scared me to 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 not like water. It also probably stems from when, uh, when I was, uh, we used to have a, a little, like, a family boat. And you would drag an inner tube behind it, and the inner tube sunk, and I sunk, and I was pretty scared at, at, after that. Anyways, that's besides the point. This game is good, though. It, I, it, 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 ha- it made me get over my fear of the unknown depths of the ocean, right? There's a lot of conspiracy theories about the ocean, uh, the biggest one being the Titanic, the, the, the smallest one being about how deep the ocean actually is and if, as we all know the Meg which is a movie that stars Peters um Peter's uh um, daughter no <laughs> the Meg explored the possibilities of of undersea of an underwater sea life past where we can possibly know. This game is not like the Meg because it's actually oh, good. You exactly. This game is actually good. It's not like the Meg in that aspect. It's actually a great game. So, what are the different things you can do in this game? Alright, so you hunt fish, turtles, humans. Um, there's also predators in, in the water as well. So, there's like Barracuda, there's great white sharks, there's Makos, um, there's swordfish, there's uh, Mako tsunamis who want to duel you. Um, <laughs> no. No, there's a lot of different things, like, and and each thing kind of gives you different, um, resources. So there's, like, the diamond stuff. I'm not sure exactly what it's called. There's the yellow blobs, which are, like, uh, and the red, like, DNA strains. Those are all different things for leveling up your shark. Um, so there's different things that you earn, uh, to upgrade your shark. So there's there's different like skins. There's different special abilities The first ability you get is the sonar ability Which I had on through my entire playthrough because I loved finding those secret things and 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 and, and stuff like that uh, There's also like extra health extra air when you're when you're on land um, extra um, like uh, like endurance while you're um, uh There's a lot, okay, I'm I'm not gonna name them all off. I used a few of them. Uh, I didn't change mainly from what I was using. Now, the skins, on the other hand, I changed those a lot. There's three different skins in this game, and I'm sure that there's a possibility for, like, DLC or something like that to add more um, uh, freaking skins to the game. So, there's the Bone Shark, there's the Shadow Shark, and there's the Electric Shark. I use the Bone Shark the most because it helps with fighting boats and stuff like that. So each part of your body gets a different skin. So your head, your main body, your tail, and your jaws all have... You can equip them with different things. So you can mix and match stuff, but you get, in a, you get in, um, a, a like special bonus if you put them all together. So I use the Bone Shark a lot, and of course you earn those by killing hunters, killing specific hunters, doing specific objectives, you earn them, and leveling up in general. So... I used the bone stuff, like I said, it was probably the best for taking out, uh, Hunters and stuff like that, boats. Um, towards the end of the game, when I was fighting more difficult, uh, like, underwater bosses, like, the... There were, there's actually, um, the Great White Whale is it this game, uh, that, took, that, versus Captain Ahab, right? So I used the Electric Shark. For those fights because it had a lot of stun capability, it had extra damage underwater, etc. etc. So there's a lot of mixing and matching you can do. Um, so you go to the grottos to level up and and stuff like that. And it's one of those things that it's ve- it's a very natural progression system. Um, I felt I felt really overpowered by the time that I got to the end of the game. Like I had maxed out my shark's level. I had I had upgraded everything to the highest it could be just from doing everything 100%. And I like that. You know, you, you could just speed through this game, get to the end, but you'll have a tough time with the end boss because you haven't done anything in the game, and a lot of people will be like, oh, that's bad game design. No, it's actually good game design. It, 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 it seems like a natural progression to me when I'm, you know, you know, going from a baby shark, a bull, to being a, a full-grown Shark and uh, it, it was it is very fun. It was very fun The grind was I couldn't even like f- there wasn't really even a grind just while you're swimming eat random things You get you get the resources you level up every so often when you go to a grotto grotto and there you go The one thing I forgot to mention about this game is it's set up like a nature documentary like you know how how there's like shark week and stuff like that um, those those things are it has like that kind of style there's like a narrator who talks to you when you do specific things and uh, the cutscenes are set up like you know uh, you're you're watching a, a nature documentary right they're talking to you're talking to, to Pete and, and there's like a, an interviewer with them and they're and they're talking with him. so it's it's set up really f- a really fun way and I think that was the best way to do it the game was40 dollars so it's actually less than most games that uh, you'll buy nowadays. And I think that it's well worth forty dollars. You know, I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't think it would have been worth sixty dollars. I think the developers knew that. Tripwire is good with that kind of stuff with pricing their games. I mean, a lot of companies would be like, "Ah, oh, just ship it, for, ship it for sixty. We'll reduce the price uh, half a year later." You know, but this game, they shipped it out honestly, and I. I, I honestly say that it's. It's a great price for what it is. Now, as you guys probably have seen, you know, the graphics aren't anything special for, like, the character designs and stuff like that, but once you go underwater, see the underwater stuff, it makes everything a lot better. You know, the graphics are amazing underwater, and I think they really did a great job with the underwater stuff, but they also did a good job with, like, the, uh, you know, above water, you know, the, the like, there's cars that drive on the freeway above you, or, you know, just the details on, like, the things that are around the area. Um... Oh, this is actually the end of the gameplay here. Uh-oh, we better hurry up and, and finish up our conversation. Um <laughs> What else can I say about this game? I love this game. It's just a great game. Like I said, I just wish that there was more end game content, you know, something to keep you going. That's not just oh, you know, eat as many eat as many fish as you can, you know. Fill up <laughs> fill up me Hardy. Fight fight some orcas, you know. Um yeah, just one of those things it's like, I wish there was some more endgame content. I'm sure that they'll put out DLC and stuff for this game, maybe add an extra area or two through DLC, um, which I don't mind because there is a lot to do in the base game itself. Um I think counting just everything that I was doing, I wanna say that it took me about I'd say about 20-30 hours to beat the game. I, I think I think I think about 20-30 hours. I, I'm not sure exactly because I don't time myself, I just play when I have time. And this was one of those games that I, like, I, I, I wanted to go deep into. You know, I was really excited for it, and I've been waiting for it since I played it at PAX to come out, and now it's finally here. And I remember seeing the reveal of this game at the Game Awards, and Coco being like,
0: eh, that looks
1: bad! No, it's actually really good. It's actually really good. So I'm really, I'm, 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 ex- I'm excited that this, this game came out, and... To be honest with you guys, it's probably my favorite thing that I played this year uh, that came out this year. Doom Eternal's fine. You know, I I think after a while it kind of lost its charm to me. Um, And uh, Nazi Zombie Sniper (laughs) 4, Zombie Army 4, isn't bad, but I I like this way better. And this was a really fun experience. Well, I played again. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think there's really a reason to play it again. But I think that there's a good reason to do the 100% because it's just so much fun. What's the different things you can get with 100%? So, there's, um, there's, like, hunts and stuff like that. There's also, like, a bunch of, like, collectible stuff as well. So, there's, uh, you know, finding underwater caches, which will give you tons of XP. There's, uh, these landmark signs that you can eat, and they, it shows you, like, a special thing in the game. Like, there's a lot of different, like, Easter eggs in the game. So, the one- the big- the one that made me laugh the most was the three shells from Demolition Man were in this game. And you you ate the sign, and he's like, No one knows still how to use these three shells. You know, it was just hilarious. There's there's a bunch of different stuff in this game. So, um, in, in terms of, like, landmarks that are all- they're, they're all pretty funny. There's a lot of funny ones. Uh, also in the game, there's license plates. Some of them are in really tricky spots to get, like, up in the air. Like, there's some that are on top of buildings, and a lot of them are just kinda hidden underwater. And then there's also albino fish that you can find that will give you extra XP as well. Just a lot of fun stuff to find, you know. To me personally, this game is uh, is is really close to like a ten. Um, I think I'd give it like an eight and a half though. I think I, I think that there's a few like a few things that they could have improved a little bit, like the animations and the graphics on the human characters. And I also think that the guy who narrates. He says the same thing every time you open a cache, and there's like 15 in each area, so it gets really annoying there. And then there's also just a few minor glitches that I ran into. Nothing too, nothing so worrisome that I'm like gonna bash the game for it. Um, but other than that, I think the I, and and plus the end game, there's not enough ending content, so that that's that's that justifies an 8.5 for me. Like I said, I I would give it a 10 if it wasn't for those few things there that I already talked about. So if you want to check out Maneater. Look at some gameplay. If it looks like the game for you, go ahead and grab that. It's a really fun game, and to be honest with you, Tripwire hardly ever lets us down. So, it's good that they're still alive and kicking. Alright, we're moving on. Two Halo 2. Yes, that's right. Halo 2. Uh, Halo 2 is the follow-up to the Revolutionary. Halo Combat Evolved, that's right. Halo 2 adds a lot of things. Let me start off by saying, this is the first time that I played Halo 2. I have never played Halo 2. Not at a friend's house, not on a PC, not on an Xbox, etc, etc. When the Master Chief Collection came out, I knew that this was going to be one of the games that I really, really wanted to stream. And, we did. And I got through the game. Uh, I, I actually liked it a little bit better than the first game. I think the dual-wield is, is a really great idea for the series, and of course, I think they took it out by three. Uh, it's, it's definitely not in reach. So, you know. Um, I think it has a good amount of challenge to it. Um, it. It really does have a good amount of challenge to it, especially with the Brutes later on. Like, they're just so aggressive. They have the best guns in the game. Uh, and then, they also, like, the flying enemies are fucking annoying as hell. They- they peck at you like a freaking woodpecker as you're trying to fight Flood and- and-, and weaker enemies. Um... So, uh, this- this one really, uh, I really enjoyed it. I think that there were only a few missions towards the beginning with the Arbiter that I was like, eh, it's a really basic design for a level, but most of the other levels in the future after that, really got me to start loving the game, and I, I think that, like I said, I think it is a lot better than Halo 1. Now, Halo 1's story is still really good, don't get me wrong, I, I you know, I, I, that was the one I grew up with, I played that for years after it came out, just because I didn't have money to buy an Xbox 360, or, you know, enough money to upgrade my PC to play the better versions of the game. Plus, I don't think Halo 3 ever, and maybe, no, Halo 2 definitely came to computer, right? But Halo 3 definitely did not. Um... So I, would, I wouldn't even have been able to get the Halo 3, you know, at that time until I got an Xbox 360 when I was in high school. And that's when I played Halo 3 and Reach and stuff like that. But I never got to play 2. So like I said, the dual-wielding capability in this game is really fun. Most weapons you can dual-wield that are single-handed. So like the plasma pistol, plasma rifle, brute plasma rifle, the compact SMG pistols, etc, etc. And uh, the compact SMG was probably the best gun in the game. It really was. Uh, especially dual wield, it, it tore through everything. It tore through everything. Player two says, "I think Halo is not a good game." I mean, uh, I'm gonna disagree, but that's your opinion, obviously. Um, I had, I mean, when I was a kid, I played through this story, the multiplayer. You know, it was a it was a complete package for me, um, and the story, like, even though it was a shorter story mode, um, I think that it still is a really good story mode. Obviously, we have to replay the game with, you know, me being a mature adult now. So maybe my opinion will change in the future. But that, I mean, that'll happen when it gets voted on. (laughs) So, you know, we're waiting on that. I've... Um, this game was a voted on by, uh, or it was chosen by our Twitch subscribers and it was voted on by the community in the discord. So if you are not a part of the discord, uh, make sure you join that. We actually have a steam vote going, a streaming vote going on right now, which is going to end at five o'clock after the podcast is over right now, Lord of the Rings conquest is winning. Um, but it's a really close one. It's a really close, close, close poll today. So, if you want to, you can vote on that today. Like I said, if you're listening to this in the future when I've uploaded it to, um, you know, Spotify and YouTube, you you missed out. But you can still join the Discord by clicking on the links below or doing, exclamation point, Discord. Um, I don't really have much else to say about this game. It's just, it's just a fun little experience. Um, there were some minor weird things happening with the ragdoll physics in the game. Like, the enemies would die and then they would, like, pop into the air, jump into the air, and it'd be really weird. Um... But other than that, I don't really have anything negative to say about the game. Uh, of course, people, um, I mean, let's be honest here, I don't- I don't think the Halo multiplayer is as good as it- as it used to be, and I don't think the Halo multiplayer right now is better than it used to be either. Like, the Master Chief Collection, even though it kind of brought back some of those old feels, it just- it never really felt the same in the end, and I think that, um, I think that it's just a thing with the times. You know, it's just like Modern Warfare 2. You know, we're never really going to get another Modern Warfare 2 type shooter, right? Modern Warfare, the one from last year, tried, but it's still different than Modern Warfare. And even the Modern Warfare 2 campaign remaster feels different than the original game. So I don't think that we're ever going to really get, like, a true Halo multiplayer experience again. Um, but they'll they'll... I mean, they'll, they'll probably try with the next one. People got really fed up with Halo 5, and uh, I I didn't even I didn't even play through that whole game. It was just, like, hot garbage. Hey, Greedy Waffles! Um, P2 says, Just never grips me, and I found the gameplay boring, but totally get why people like it so much. It's the sci-fi aspect, I think, that, that draws people in, and it's the gameplay that keeps them around. For them. That's all I gotta say about this. Uh, what else did I play? We, uh, we played, uh, Call of Duty World War II a little bit. And I, I was feeling really nostalgic while I was playing World War II. So, um, I, w- I, 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 I uh, pulled up my old, um, uh, dirty montages. And I was watching my old dirty montages from Call of Duty World War II. Man, these were so much fun to make. Even though I probably could, I probably can't get the gameplay that I had, you know before you know like this. I, I, I really can't do this stuff anymore I, I think it's just because I'm too old right. I, I've grown out I've, I've I'm getting I'm too used to the new shooter games. Hey, what's up Punisher. How you doing? Um, it's just one of those things that like I love this game still and I still you know I'm still competent at it But I'm not as good as I was when I made these clips and these clip compilations are almost two years old now Some of the gameplay is is about two years old too and uh, I, I just, you know, I I love doing this gameplay stuff, and I like making the compilations, but I don't think I'll be getting any new clips anytime soon. You know, I, I I I we've been playing for about a week now, Call of Duty World War II again, and it's just it, you know, I'm, I'm just not as good as it anymore, and I I, I can I'm 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 mature enough to admit that, you know, I'm just not as good as I was before, and I think it's because I got spoiled by Modern Warfare's gameplay and, uh, just shooters I've been playing in general. Like, I took a long time off of this game, and it does have a different style, a different feel than, you know, uh, the other Call of Duty games, other shooter games, you know, it's, 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 it's a little bit different feeling. Plus, uh, they've added a bunch of new weapons, which gives me incentive to grind for those weapons. Um, they—they they, it seems that they're they're going to be doing like challenges to get them instead of uh you know having the um the like big overarching. Uh, events happen even though the events were awesome. I love the events while the game was still alive fully and uh, Those were probably the my favorite parts of the multiplayer in the game was doing those events Which got you the weapons, but they were locked out after you know a month or two Well now all the events are open you can you can get them with the in-game currency or you can unlock them with loot boxes and uh, To be honest, I know you guys are like oh, oh my god loot boxes so terrible World War Two actually doesn't have bad loot boxes. They actually have a good drop rate for new stuff. Like I, I opened like three yesterday, and I only have, I only had one box that gave me all duplicates. The other ones, like I had all three new stuff, and I had two new things in one of them. So I think that the drop rates are actually pretty good, and they, they probably, they probably fixed the drop rates after the game died out. But that's not the only way that you can get loot. You know, loot boxes. They give you tons of loot boxes in the game, so you don't just have you don't, you don't have to buy them all. You know, I I, you, I I still have a challenge active that that'll give me five weapon bribes. What's that? That means that it's gonna give you at least one weapon variant in each box. So, you know, I, good thing I saved that. Uh, yeah, I was totally thinking of that. But it's really good to see that Sledgehammer was supporting this game even after Black Ops Four came out, because once once a Call of Duty a new Call of Duty comes out, people leave the old one in mass, right? But this one, they kept updating the game. They've added a bunch of new guns. They've they've been updating, like, the modes and stuff like that. They have they have modes. I, you know, I, I I still believe this is one of the best Call of Duty games out there. And uh, I think that Black Ops pale, fails in comparison to this one. And Modern Warfare just doesn't have the same zing. You know, I like the weapon customization in Modern Warfare. But damn, if it doesn't have the full package to it. But yeah, there we go. That's Call of Duty World War II. I also played a game called Concept Destruction, which is a PS4 game. I think it's available almost everywhere. It's literally a game where you play as, like, these little cardboard cars, and it's a demolition derby. And, uh, I don't completely understand, uh, the, the physics in the game right now. Because it seems like when I, when I run into a car, like, I end up getting more damage than the guy I ran into. But I did almost win a, uh, a match yesterday. Which was exciting. It's a really cheap game, too. It's like five bucks, but it's a cutesy little game, and um, I don't know if I'd recommend it for everyone, but it's definitely something unique, you know? Something unique in the space of the gaming world. Alright, so that's everything that I've played today. What have you guys been playing lately? Let me know in the comments below, guys. I honestly care about what you've been playing. Okay. Oh, wait, here comes Player 2's favorite part. What the crap oh, Tuplet? Foomf... Tuplet. Golf with friends, there you go. They added that new map, the Escapist map. Not really the most unique map, but kind of cool. Alright, let's move on to the news, guys. We're starting the news here. There we go. New Last of Us 2 gameplay and all that came out with the state of play that was last week. So I know, old news, but I didn't, um, I didn't get to talk about this because I was busy, busy last week. So, Last of Us Part 2, state of play. Um, it was interesting, I'll give it that. Uh, there's a lot of things that I I, I look at and I go, Well, I mean, it's impressive, but it looks the same as Last of Us, right? Like, most of the gameplay mechanics look relatively the same. There are a few th- new things that they showed off in the game. Like, there's a rope that you can use to to climb down ledges, and you can swing on it. It's nothing like the grappling hook from Uncharted, though. Uh, there's also, uh, as you can see here, she's crawling through the grass. You can go prone in this game, guys. 10 out of 10, automatically. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's also dogs in this game that can sense where you are, or, you know, they sniff you out, and uh, they follow your trail, um, which adds which adds a lot to the game as well. Um, the crafting-on-the-go mechanic is back. Obviously, your backpack is the never-ending backpack. <laughs> you know, it, it has so much stuff to it. You, you can see, uh, in the gameplay I'm showing right now, like, enemy reactions to you, it's, you know, it's not too bad, like, they, they, it looks really nice, it looks, um, almost, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit more realistic than maybe Last of Us 1. Um, I just really hope that there's more than, you know, one choking, you know, animation, or stabbing animation, you know, from the, from behind, you know? It's basically Last of Us 1, but you can crawl now. Yeah, there's a few different things to it, like, how the enemies react to your bulls and stuff like that are a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, there is a lot of very similar mechanics in this game. They didn't really, like, in this state of play, they didn't really show off anything so totally amazingly new that I was like, Oh, shit! Like, yes, I'm excited for the game, I really want to play it, obviously, after playing Last of Us 1 not too long ago on streaming for the first time, and I really enjoyed that. Um, so I'm I'm interested in this game obviously, but I, I don't want something that's like, like you, like people don't want it to be so different that they don't un, they don't recognize it, right? But they need to, they need to add a few like new mechanics in the game, and maybe they just have they're not showing it off because obviously it's just a state of play, you know what what do you what do you so special that you need you know 50 different things in it? No, but I would have liked to see a little bit more variation in the gameplay, something different from what we saw in the Last of Us One, and a lot of people have played Last of Us One, obviously. You know, yes, there's new zombies in the game as well. I don't remember where they showed that off. There's a few new ones in the game. Uh, I don't remember where that was. Was it towards the end? I don't think so. Uh, I think this is it. So there's like the ones who haven't um fully changed yet. There's ones who are you know clickers. There, and then there's also these big guys who release spores. I don't know if that's—I don't know if these guys are entirely new though. Like those guys are designed a little bit differently, but there were big guys in the last game too. It's not like there wasn't. So maybe there isn't any new ones. I didn't see any new ones there. Yeah, It's been a little while since I've watched this video, guys. Hold on. <laughs> um, but you can just see from like the water, fa- like the game looks beautiful, you know. Yeah, they were in the last one, but they were more like boss characters. But you can see how, like, the water effects there. Um... Just the facial animation quality is way better. The graphics just look amazing, of course. Um, she has hol- she's holding a PS Vita. Yeah, I think this game's gonna be good. Um, I I like it.
0: Whoa!
1: You scared me. I got startled. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Odom K, for the subscription. I gotta update my ending now. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Normally, we sing or draw you a picture. Um, but we're doing the podcast right now. But I will mark it in my thing that you need a either karaoke or... The um, same thing with you P2 next time you're in a stream just be like hey I'm redeeming my my subscriber thingamajiggy. Okay, so so essentially what you can do I, I'll either give you a free karaoke or I'll do a free drawing for you. It can be anything like that So if you want to keep that in mind and then uh, either tomorrow or next time you're in the stream Just let me know what you want and I'll do it for you But thank you so much Odom you uh you will you a real you a real real guy Thank you so much I've done the singing when I subbed. Yes, uh, you had me sing All Star last time, I think it was. But yeah, next time you're around, you know, no pressure. Just uh, just remind me that you need to redeem your your subscription bonuses. Also, if you're a part of the Discord, there's a secret room. And also, every every uh, every third game, the Twitch subscribers actually get to pick the games that go up for a vote. So that's another incentive there as well, dude, man, bro didn't want to do it last. Time. I don't I don't know what's I don't know what's up with people. Everyone's like, "Ah, just pick whatever someone else picked." It's like, "But that's no fun." <laughs> but anyways, um can you request every Michael Jackson grunt karaoke? I don't know, man. <laughs> yes, every time you resubscribe, you get a free karaoke or a free drawing. But yeah, uh just uh, remind me about that next time you're around. Well, Tomorrow or Saturday or whenever. I think we pretty much covered everything about the Last of Us Part Two gameplay, the, the the state of play. I don't think there's anything else in here that's so crazy. I do, I do. You know, I, I'm. Hold on. You know, I'm a huge. I'm a huge dog lover, okay? And they're gonna make you kill dogs in this game, and that's just not right. That's just not right. In the last game, there were no dog enemies. Sure, there were dogs that could fight you, but you could get around them. You didn't have to kill them. In this game, they're gonna force you to? That's not cool. In my opinion... Dogs are untouchable. Alright? You hear me, Naughty Dog? You're- There's dog in- in There's dog in the name. There's dog in the name. Ugh. disgusting mate. I'd rather kill humans than dogs. Just like in the movies. Alright, let's move on to Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Now, this is interesting. Because, um, the collection, the big, the big collection isn't gonna include a Switch cartridge. It's gonna be a a download code. This is weird. This is gonna be a lot of gigabytes for a game on the Switch. So, what does this mean? So, as you can see from the uh, Amazon listing, it says full game download, game card not included. So, I don't know if this is just because the Aftermath is a DLC. That they're not that they they're like uh, eh, you know just give them a download code But you can see it includes Mortal Kombat 11 the combat pack and the new characters and new story from the aftermath DLC So this is this is gonna be a huge game to download if you're a switch owner um, it, it, It's very strange that they're doing they're not doing a game cartridge for it, so Yeah full game down download so this is gonna require you I mean you're gonna literally have to have a micro SD in your switch in order to download Mortal Kombat 11 aftermath so it's coming the 16th of June and it's gonna be about $60 for the collection the the aftermath collection I have not gotten the aftermath DLC yet because it is just too much money it's $40 that is for that is that is like 80% of the original cost of the game and that's just not right you know this is an this is a DLC it comes with three characters and I think like a six or seven hour campaign or something like that but still it's for a game that's very it's it's you know it came out last year. I I played it a ton. I like the game. I love the game. I would love to play as RoboCop. All right? I would. <laughs> Trust me. But $40 for a DLC. I just can't do it. I can't do it. I I like NetherRealm. Don't get me wrong. They've made a lot of good games. They've made a few stinkers in the past, but I can't, I can't, I can't pay $40 for for something like this. I'll wait for a sale on that one. Uh, the other characters. So you get Fusion, and, um, you get Fusion, and one other character, right? I forget. I can't really zoom in. Along uh, along with the with with RoboCop and Fusion, you also get all of the DLC characters from the past. So you got Terminator, Spawn, Joker, um, Nightwolf, Sindel, uh, and and Shang Tsung as well. So you get a lot of characters with this collection. Um, of course, if you haven't gotten the combat pack yet, it's going to be you know you probably will have to get the combat pack if you want to get the collection. And I don't know if the aftermath comes with like comes with it's like included with the combat pack. I don't know. I already have the combat pack. I don't need it. <laughs> actually, the, I think uh, actually I think there's still less characters in Mortal Kombat 9 on this one. Or I'm sorry, Mortal Kombat Reboot, which is still a great game. Uh, let's move on. A lost NES game has turned up on floppy disks. That's right, 21 floppy disks had a game based on a Tom Cruise movie called Days of Thunder, which was a racing title based on the 1999 movie directed by Tony Scott and starring Tom Cruise. It was intended to be published by Mindscape, but the company instead released a different version of the game on the NES developed by Beam Software. It appears that Oberth's, la- uh, Oberth's version started development earlier, but was cancelled. So Oberth actually unfor- unfortunately passed away, I think, in 2016... ...and he left his archives of, of video games he was working on back in the day... Um, ...that had a bunch of... he had like a bunch of floppy disks and stuff... ...and uh, someone put a floppy disk in a computer and we found... ...Days of Thunder unreleased gameplay. And uh, there was like... there was a working... let me see here... ...the game um, was discovered by Chance... ...the source code was spread across 21 4 point... I mean sorry, 5.25 inch floppy disks... All of which were readable, and the archivist, named Rich Whitehouse, found the source code, game data, and assembler. From this, he was able to compile the working ROM. So... Let's look at the gameplay a little bit. So, it is a very basic NES, like, racing game, and I don't think Tom Cruise is even in the game itself. Here's the gameplay. You're just driving on a racetrack. I know, it's it's very, very exciting. There's a pit stop here. You got you fill gas and change tires. Very exciting. It's an NES. It's an NES game, guys. Yeah, that's definitely not Tom Cruise. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting find. I, I think that um, obviously I don't think anyone's going to want to play this game. I'm, I'm sure there's people who do want to play the game, but me personally, it just looks like a racing game from the NES days, you know. Is it new- is this newsworthy? Yes! It's Tom Cruise! There he is! This is before he changed his teeth. But it- but it is interesting that someone found a working, unreleased game in- in this guy's collection, you know? Um... It, I- I'm trying to see when he, uh, passed away. Uh... Yeah, I think it was 2016, though. 2016. He died- Oh, 2012. He died in 2012, at the age of 59. Yeah, Tom Cruise had like a tooth in the center of his face. Alright, moving on. Minecraft is adding Pac-Man mode. Let's take a whiff of this. I'm very... um, ...scared. This is uh, for the uh, anniversary of Pac-Man, of course. But here we are, you're playing as Pac-Man. You're running along, you're collecting dots, and you're running away from ghosts. Explore 10 3D levels. Compete for high scores. You got a watermelon. Build your own mazes. That's kind of fun, huh? Discover explosive new Pac-Man office. That's funny But yeah, it looks like it's like a complete game pack as well as a game mode in the game as well So kind of interesting. Oh that ghost was a creeper (laughs) Minecraft Pac-Man available today, so that's kind of cutesy, huh? Um, I don't know if it's like terrifying like the news article says, but it looks pretty cutesy. I think that's cool. So, what's the description of this? Um, oh, also, it's gonna cost 1340... 1,340 Minecraft coins. Mine coins. From Minecraft's own marketplace. So, the legendary arcade classic Pac-Man comes to Minecraft. Waka waka your way through a... Through amazing 3D maze madness. Complete, compete. oh my god, with friends for high scores on 10 challenging stages, or build your own in a maze editor. Score big points to unlock new power-ups like the laser or TNT. Just make sure to watch out for Inky, Blinky, Clyde, and... Creepy? So there you go. Pac-Man Minecraft? It's kind of an interesting... I mean, this doesn't look too good as a Minecraft character, but... Kind of interesting, huh? Alright, moving on. Journey to the Savage Planet is... ...is actually available now on the Switch. It was released as a, like, snap-of-the-moment-type thing. Uh, Suddenly, with no reason, 505 came out on Twitter and said... ...Journey to the Savage Planet and Invisible are available now on the Nintendo eShop. Both games arrive in retail stores beginning the June 25th. So, Journey to the Savage Planet had a deal with Epic Store to be exclusive there for... ...I think it was, like, five months or something like that. Three months. Um, And now it's coming to the Switch... Uh, I think it. I think it was also on PlayStation, Xbox, but I think for PC and stuff like that, it had ex- exclusivity rights. Um, but now it's coming out to all of our platforms. Now I didn't get to play this game yet. I've been waiting on it, but it looks kind of funky. You know, kind of looks like um, a more cartoony No Man's Sky. If you want to check that out, it is available on the eShop right now. It's going to take about 2.3 gigabytes of space on your hard drive. You can also play the game solo or online with a friend. Uh, and yeah, I think that's uh, that's it. It's coming out the 25th... No, wait. A physical release is going to come the 25th of June for a Switch. Alright, moving on. I really skimmed down the news articles for this week, guys. Just saying. <laughs> but I picked out the things that were my favorite. So, Hotshot Racing. It's officially got a release date of June. I'm sorry. Is it June? Yes, June. June. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially coming in June. Um so Racing Apex became Hotshot Racing. Hotshot Racing stole all of our hearts with its gameplay style, graphic style, gameplay look. I'm excited for this. I think it's going to be a really fun and interesting game. Um it's going to be a really cool like in like, you know, racing game as well. Obviously, you see there's like a cop and robbers type gameplay mode, 16 tracks, a number of gameplay modes, alone or multiplayer, online and offline, four-player local split-screen co-op. It's everything that you can desire in a game. So, once again, Hotshot Racing coming out next month, still no official date, but at least we know what month. Punisher says, Minecraft is only good to build wonders and nothing else. Oh, perhaps Pac-Man, Labyrinth, and a Minotaur chasing you, but you have to survive, which means no weapons. So, that Minotaur can do fatality on you. So, I don't play Minecraft, so I'll take your word for it. Alright, in a stunning turn of events, not really, PETA is not happy with Animal Crossing. (laughs) Of course. So, uh, we all know, I I think that everyone kind of knows, PETA did, like, this in-game thing where they went to Blathers in the museum, and they said, empty the tanks over and over and over again. Um... It's a video game. It's a fucking video game! What do they care about the animal's rights inside of a video game? What about all the insects? They didn't- they didn't- they didn't say- they didn't- they didn't say, free the insects. They didn't say anything about that. Huh? PETA? I- PETA's so up and down. Like, some days they're like, yeah, we're fighting for animal rights, we're taking down these people doing these bad things. And then there's other days where they're like, we're gonna go inside of a video game and protest an owl. (laughs) Yeah. There's lots of games that have gotten awards from PETA, like Cooking Mama but cooking the latest cooking mama was discovered to be like mining bitcoin or something so it's like good job
0: <laughs>
1: <sighs> it's just uh, the video's been taken and i don't think i can watch the video but it was just such a dumb little thing i mean obviously they're doing it for clicks yeah there's nothing i yeah i don't i don't know tiktok but So yeah, they they apparently did like a TikTok invasion. I don't know if they went to other people's games, but I think they just went to one of their own games. They had a bunch of people. They spammed it. Stuff like that. Um, Blathers Blathers doesn't deserve this. (laughs) Blathers doesn't deserve this. Owl and Animal Crossing equals evil. Yep. You know it. (laughs) Let's move on. All right, so what are the PlayStation Plus games for this month? As we already talked about, Call of Duty World War II and Battlefront 2, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. So Call of Duty World War II definitely a thumbs up for me. Zombie mode, campaign, multiplayer—it's the full package. And right now the season pass is on sale for 20 bucks. I do, I do say, you know, buy that if you're interested in getting this game. Uh, the, the 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 new zombie maps, the new weapons, the the uh, all the uh, new maps and stuff like that. It all is really really nice. Uh, Amanda plays Animal Crossing constantly. Don't be dis- don't be fooled. Um, also Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, as you guys know, had a very, very rough start, but now it's in, like, a playable state. I had to delete it off my hard drive because it was taking up too much space and I wasn't playing it enough. And also, I wanted to play Call of Duty World War II, so, uh, it is- I don't have it on my PlayStation right now, but, from what- from- I I was- I was just playing it, like, a month ago. It's- it's fine. The servers are not still, like, the best thing ever. There's also one game mode that constantly lags, and it's really, really annoying, especially when you're in a vehicle. Other than that, you know, it's a nice Star Wars game. It's not terrible, but it's- it's still, like, has a- it has, like, a bit of, like, a nasty taste in my mouth, right? Because- the the beginning of the of the game was just so bad. He had a PS4 in one hand and Animal Crossing in the other. Oh, you know it. <laughs> All right, so the PS5 reveal event was that was scheduled for Thursday tomorrow has been postponed. Sony came out on Twitter and said that we have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 event scheduled for June 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are, ex- are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is a time for celebration. And for now, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. A lot of people did not like this decision. There's people all over uh, in their replies saying, "Well, what the fuck, man." I'm, I'm okay with this. I think that right now, there's more important things to deal with than, Oh, what's com- what's the games coming out for PS5? Like, I'm excited for it, don't get me wrong, I, I'm excited for the PS5. You know? I wanna see gameplay, I wanna see games, I wanna see that new Ratchet & Clank game. You know there's gonna be a new Ratchet & Clank game. If there's not a new Ratchet & Clank game, I might just riot myself! But, a lot of things are postponing things this week because I think it is more of a respect type of thing, you know? And I, th- I I agree with this I, I agree with any company's decision to postpone announcements, postpones events like the Call of Duty season five has been postponed. Um, I think that it all makes sense. And you might be asking me, Yummy, you didn't really participate in anything yesterday. You didn't really you're not you're you're streaming today. What the fuck, man? I forgot yesterday, okay, I forgot. I didn't go on social media much yesterday though. So that that's one thing, but I, I, I can I forgot I've mostly been like retweeting what other people have said and liking other tweets. I know that's that's not much, but my platform and me personally, I'm not a real political person like that. But when it comes to like a person's life, you know you kind you gotta break the mold a little bit. So I, I I did come out and say a few things on Twitter about you know what Trump has been doing and stuff like that. I don't want to get political here, of course, but just know that I do support the decision to postpone things, and I also support the Black Lives Matter movement. Alright, uh, let's talk about Ghost of Tsushima. So, a few more things have come out with a blog post, a QA and a blog post that was done with uh, one of the developer heads. And uh, they people asked if, um, you know, what what, what about, what's hard mode all about, you know? So, they came out and said there's three different modes of the game, easy, normal, and hard. And uh, people have been asking, you "No, know, is there something different about the hard mode compared to the easy mode? So Fox came out and said that Jin's sword is just as deadly on hard as it is on easy. He's quoted as saying, no matter which difficulty players choose, we never increase the health of enemies. This is to maintain the lethality of the katana. Our combat is all about the player's skill. So what this probably means is that on hard mode, the game is going to be... You know, it's gonna be like one or two hit kill for you and the enemy, just like the normal mode. But the- the, um, they're gonna be a little bit more aggressive, they're gonna be a little bit more skillful... ...when they are, you know, attacking you, fighting you, you know? They're gonna- they're gonna do more things that you're not gonna be expecting if you've been playing on normal or easy, right? I think that's- that's gonna be how the game gets harder. It's not gonna be like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, where the hard mode is just like, enemies are buffed, you know? Or same thing with Horizon Zero Dawn. You know, the hard mode is just the enemies are, they're way more aggressive, and they also have way more health. Um, oh yeah. That's that. That's kind of a cool thing. And then also, it came out that, what what this bar means at the bottom. People were wondering about that. And essentially, in the same Q&A, uh, the circles represent Jin's resolve, and are built up by succeeding in battle. There are two main ways you'll be able to make use of this resolve bar. You can either use it to heal... Or you can consume some of the circles to pull off special combat moves. So it's kind of like in Spider-Man or any other game. And, uh, you know, you do like a special move by pressing, it looks like L1 and R1 there. Use a special move. Or you can use those circles to heal yourself, you know. Uh, Do the PlayStation Plus month stack? Uh, No. So last month's games you won't be able to download for free this month. But if you, add, if you add the games to your library, you'll be able to play them whenever you want to. So um, let's say that you don't really want to play Battlefront 2 right now, or you don't have enough room, but you want to play it in the future for free. If you add it to your library, but you don't install it, it still will be available for you to play until whenever you, you, you let your PlayStation Plus subscription expire. So I still have games like Resogun, Outlast 1, and stuff like that from when the PlayStation first released that I can still go back and download. Um, you're talking about buying PlayStation Plus? The month stack? I'm not sure what you mean, then. I mean, when you when you buy a new year, it- 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 like, whenever- Like, it adds a year to your subscription. So if you have- like, let's say I bought a six-month subscription, and then in the middle of that subscription I bought a year-long subscription, it just adds a year to that. It doesn't, like- it doesn't, like, eliminate anything else that you bought, you know, or the other months. Welcome back, Coco. Alright, does that explain to you, Punisher? Is that what you're talking about? Okay, so... <clears throat> Mafia 2. Mafia 2, Definitive Edition. Um, so, that stack... Yes, it will stack you by 3, then 12, yep. So, Mafia 2, Definitive Edition. Uh, 2K... Uh, ...and everyone in that company is a little bit embarrassed by this edition, of course. As you might have, have read online already, uh, Mafia 2 is not a very good remaster. Um, uh, people have been complaining about frame rate drops, glitches, facial animations being shit, uh, gameplay looking doughy, you know, like doughy textures on characters, you know, not completely rendered in. Just a lot of things going wrong with it right now. I did not buy the, uh, trilogy yet, the Mafia trilogy. I don't think I'm gonna buy the Mafia trilogy, to be honest with you. Um... But I am going to be buying Mafia 1 Definitive Edition. That looks great. Alright, see ya, greedy. Thanks for stopping by. So, um, the studio came out on Twitter. 2K came out on Twitter and said, Thanks for your valuable Mafia 2 Definitive Edition feedback. We're listening and working with 2K to support the, the... To continue to support your experience. Reminder, if you are experiencing any issues or questions, please get in contact with 2K support. Um, so Mafia Edition obviously didn't get high ranks. It got a 4 out of 10 from... From Push Square here, uh, but they are planning on fixing it, I suppose. Mafia 3 Definitive Edition has also had some um, poor reception, mainly because the uh, um, Mafia 3, if you get the trilogy, it will not have the PS4 Pro enhancements that the original game had. That's uh, that's pretty sucky, huh? That's kind of sucky there. So yeah, like I said, I'm not gonna get the trilogy because I already have three, and uh, I just I just want to play one and two. You know, I'll play one first, of course, and then two. But yeah, this that's just that's just like it's some that's like a oversight right there. That's a big oversight. Uh, that's all I got to really say about that. Let me move my cam. I, maybe I'll keep my camera over here. Maybe I'll just keep it on this side. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on. Oh, oh guys. It's Google Stadia! Uh-oh. Don't let your kids watch it! All right, Google Stadia is getting ex- exclusivity for Serious Sam 4 until 2021. Rip. Rip, guys. So, it's still going to come to, I think... Uh, PC, but Xbox One and PlayStation Four are four <laughs> PlayStation Four are not going to get the game until 2021.
0: Boo, you stink!
1: Um. <laughs> Boo, <you
0: stink!
1: laughs> so after further inquiry, Kotaku received confirmation that *Serious Sam 4* would come to PS4 and Xbox next year. Uh, To get a taste of what you'll be missing out on, the game will launch on PC and Google Stadia in August. The game looks good. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the game... I mean, the game has been looking good. I've seen a lot of uh, cuts, like, you know, trailer stuff for it. And it does look good, and I love the Serious Sam series. Serious Sam 3 is a great game. If you haven't played it, make sure you grab that on the Steam store. But to not be able to play it on a home console that's not... Until 2021, that's ridiculous! That's worse than the Epic Store having exclusivity, because at least when the Epic Store has exclusivity, you can still play it on, you know, PS4 and Xbox. But, holy shit! That is... That is terrible. So, Serious Sam is like a Doom kind of game. It has a very old-style Doom-like feel to it. Um... It, also, Serious Sam is like a shit-talking kind of guy, you know like uh, like that. Uh, it's a very fun game very fun game um, I don't know if you if you know, but Total War Troy will come out this summer to Epic, but next year to Steam Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that But uh, yeah, this kind of sucks for people who want to play the game on console and Google Stadia We've talked about Google Stadia a lot. It sucks Google Stadia is so terrible that even it, even now that it's like free to use, I'm still not gonna use it. Like, you still have to buy a controller for it. If you want to play it on the TV, you still have to get like a- a Chromecast thing. You know, it's- 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 even though the service is technically free now, you still gotta buy the games, you still gotta buy the controller, you gotta buy this and that. It's like, it doesn't- it, it's not worth it. All the games that are on Google Stadia have better versions on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, there's no reason the the stream games from Google Stadia on your PC if you already have Steam or Epic Store. There's no reason to stream games on your TV if you already have a PlayStation 4, a Nintendo Switch, or an Xbox One. It's just facts. It's facts. It really is. Yeah, you can play it on your phone, but there's a limited number of phones that you can actually use with the Google Stadia controller and the service itself. So... (laughs) Got'em! Fuck you, Google Stadia. I hate that so much. It's not even worth it, you know? They were trying to sell this shit for top dollar back when it originally came out because they thought it was gonna be such a good idea. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea at all. In this day and age right now, it's just not a good idea. And I think developers know that. But why the hell... Is Serious Sam 4 being released exclusively on Stadia and Steam for the first, you know, how many months? The battle is ours to lose! It's dumb. It's dumb. I... I play Serious Sam on PC, so it's not gonna affect me completely. But... This is a slap in the face to every single console player out there. And I think that Devolver Digital made a huge mistake here. A huge mistake. I love Devolver Digital! Their games are the best games, dude! Look at any- Look at- look at Devolver Digital's list of games. And you find classic after classic after classic. Look at what's coming out from Devolver Digital in the future. carry-on Disc Room, Serious Sam 4. And- and they're- oh. They- it hurts my- it hurts me here. Right in my heart. In my ferret heart. It hurts me. Because I love Devolver Digital. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and move on to something else I hate. Madden! As I said before, guys, EA... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, and The NFL partnered with 2K to do arcade-style football games, right? So that means we might get, like, a VR game, another street football game... Something that's just crazy, like a like a Super Mutant football type game, you know? But it came out recently that EA Sports has extended their Madden partnership with the NFL until 2026 season. So that means at least until 2025. By 2026, how shit will their games be? I don't know. <laughs> uh, this just boggles my mind. Like like okay so here's the thing you know obviously ea looks oh, at th-
0: in the right
1: ea ea and and the nfl look at the reviews from major publishers f- to look at these games they don't look at the user reviews they look at the main publishers games uh, ratings so game informer gave madden 20 a fucking 8 or 9 out of 10 you know game spot uh, uh, game, um, um, IGN gave it, like, a, an 8 out of 10, a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10s. It's like, these games have sucked for so many years and they keep getting worse. The all-star mode in this game does nothing. Quite literally, this game is just another hunk of trash in the pile of Madden games. Like, there was a point where Madden games were really good. They were probably the best around the 0 0- 0- games. And then, because when the new generation of consoles came around, they just TANKED. Like, so hardcore. We... Greedy Waffle and I got this game. Very early on. Because we loved football. American football. NFL. And... From the beginning, it just didn't feel right. The, the physics are way off. The game relies so heavily... On... Scripted moments. Go to any person who's doing a um, like a, a review of this game or a critique of the game and you'll see every single video has these scenes where the guy is doing a motion like this to catch a ball and no matter what he'll catch the ball even if a defender is over top of him because it's a scripted moment. Same thing with, like, defenders who are going for an interception. Uh, especially, like, I've had defenders, like, when I was playing this game, I had defenders go for interceptions when they were all the way down the field, and you would see them in the background doing this instead of trying to tackle the dude. Terrible. Um, yeah, one day of play, you know, it's just, it's just, it's it's terrible how they review these games. They always give them high marks no matter what. It's all the EA sports games, and it makes no sense. The only sports games that I believe deserve the ratings they get is the MLB The Show games. Because that's done by an independent developer. For a long time, they were PlayStation exclusive. But I remember playing, uh, I think it was like uh, MLB The Show 2018 or something like that. Really good baseball game. I'm not a fan of baseball, so I didn't play it much. But it was a really well put together game. It had like a retro mode in it. And because the MLB gave it to this independent developer, they were able to do a whole slew of things with it. That's why I think the NFL giving the rights to, you know, do arcade style games to 2K is the best idea they've had in a while because 2K is a great developer. They used to do the old sports games and all those old sports games are revered. People love those games. So, EA getting the Madden partnership with the NFL until 2026 and probably into the future even more? Terrible idea. I'll drink to that. Alright, moving on. Iron Man VR demo is out now on the PlayStation. It's about 25 gigabytes. And you play through... ...a Malibu Tortorial mission. You have an interactive Stark Jet cinematic, tar- starring Tony Tony Friday and Pepper Potts. Out of the blue, Stark Jet gameplay mission. fight uh, Flight Challenge optional mission, and you get to play the Advanced Combat Challenge optional mission as well. So there's a good amount of content in this VR demo. Um, it's pretty sweaty swag, I think. So, let's see. So, not actual gameplay, you guys see that? If it's not actual gameplay, why do I care? Download the demo and get the Molten Lava Armor for free in the game. Download the demo, available in the PlayStation Store. Really fast there, come on. Alright, play and get the Molten Lava Armor deco for the full game. So that's what it looks like there. Kinda cool. Um... If you are, if you have a PlayStation VR, go ahead. I would, I would recommend uh, downloading this and playing it. Obviously, the game looks pretty fun. Um, I packed my VR headset, but it's like it's really ironic, right? As soon as we rearrange the downstairs area where I have my PlayStation, we open up a bunch of space, and I don't have my VR to play VR games. It's kind of like, ugh. <laughs> but yeah, you can download that today if you haven't. So let's get into the new games coming soon. We have a game called Paradise Lost. This is a game that um, apparently World War II never ended. So let's take a look at that. You know me, I love World War II. We can stay silent
0: no longer. The government has yet to make an official statement, but nonetheless, we must say it clearly. The world as we know it perished today. In their desperation, the Nazis unleashed nuclear weapons on their homeland and Poland which has been under occupation for the last 20 years. We suspect that most of the soldiers on both fronts have perished. Only time will reveal the scale of the damage and the next steps of the Third Reich. Once again, we have seen the enemy is prepared to push
1: What do you mean I forgot about you? Return. Reports from the continent paint a grim
0: picture. We pray for our soldiers who have fallen fighting evil. We pray for the Polish people who enough under the yoke of the Nazi terror, persecuted and decimated for two decades. We pray for those who have survived. May they find the strength to persevere and prove that life can overcome
1: death. It's my podcast if punisher. I'm not I'm not talking about you. We do not know what tomorrow may bring, but we must believe that there is still a hope for humanity. We promised that we would be here for you until the very end, serving truth and our ideas. <clears throat> so, graphically, it, I mean, this cutscene looks pretty impressive. May the Lord
0: watch over us all.
1: No gameplay, okay. Paradise Lost is the game. No gameplay, no gameplay. No gameplay. Alright, see you, Player 2. Have a great night, and I'll see you later. So, um... But you could've... Bring out the SpongeBob meme. But you could've mentioned it! Oh, calm down, Punisher Um, So, there's really no information about the game yet There's a small press release that says Paradise Lost is a mystery adventure game Telling the story of a 12-year-old boy Who finds a mysterious Nazi bunker While roaming a post-nuclear Polish wasteland your choices will gradually affect the game's characters, but also its visual style environments and sound effects. So it seems like it's going to be like a, um, a story, a heavily, a heavy heavily story-based game. Um, I don't even think that's a, I don't think that's a cutscene. I think it's just a cinematic Coco. Um, so it's probably going to, I mean, it, it, the main game's probably going to look pretty good. Uh, kind of like, like, um, you know, um, the, uh, uh, until dawn or something like that, you know. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to have like that type of gameplay to it, um, but uh, we'll see in the future when, you know, they uh, they show off more, they actually show off some gameplay. Also, uh, Konami published a new PS4 game today called Skeletac. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> called Skeletac. Um, I added it to my wishlist because it's $20. It's a little bit much for me to spend on a game like this, but I'll let you guys decide for yourselves what you, if you want to buy it right now. It's got a really cutesy style to it, though. Ancient magic hidden deep within the earth, said to grant life everlasting, the blue flame. For centuries, adventurers have been inexorably drawn towards its alluring glow,
0: only to be met with a fate most grim. To protect such awesome power from being usurped by devious hands, a noble burden of such immense magnitude shall call for a new kind of hero. Wait, what?
1: Wait, was
0: here a minute ago? Ah, there he is. <clears throat> a new kind
1: of hero. Great Scully, dearly departed champion of Aftervale. So of it kind of looks like a Metroidvania type game. Edward. Um, it looks like you soldiers. can play as like a, like a flying bat and uh, you have like the skeleton as the Fates main guy. Obviously, there's tons of enemies to the face and, and bosses. It looks- it looks pretty fun, you know? You can tell that there's like a checkpoint system, so... Oh, don't worry, He's still alive. Maybe it is more of like a regular adventure game, but it might have some Metroidvania type stuff to it. It looks pretty fun. I I, I added to my wish list like I said because it is twenty dollars right now, so that's a little bit much for me to play it like spend on a game like this. But when it when it goes on sale, I'll definitely be picking it up. Um, so yeah, that that game looks kind of kind of cutesy. Ezio Trilogy is on sale for fifteen dollars. That's a great deal because it's three games for fifteen dollars. That's a five dollar per game. All three of those games are pretty good. Brotherhood's the best out of those. All right, we have a, um, a Metroidvania. Oh, what do you know? Called the Last Faith, and it's going to come to the Switch, and it's actually officially now on Kickstarter. Um, it it got seventy six. I'm sorry, sixty seven thousand dollars on in its target of forty five thousand pound. I should say. So it is going to be coming to Switch officially. Look at the art style on this game. It looks really, really nice. It kind of reminds me of Blasphemous. And I love the look of Blasphemous. But yeah, it looks like it's gonna be like a- It almost looks like a Bloodborne Blasphemous style type game, right? It's a Metroidvania, of course, like I said. So there's plenty of enemies to face. I mean, that guy looked like he was stripped straight out of Bloodborne. Ooh, a werewolf, some bat ladies. Looks like he can grow bat wings in the game, so maybe it's more closely related to, the ca- Castlevania. Maybe inspired by Castlevania. There's, like, a grappling hook there. Vampires. Scarecrows. Some sort of guy holding an axe. Ooh, a magical mirror. Whoa! Well, there you go. What roh It's the Blue-Eyes... Wa- no, that's not the Blue-Eyes White Dragon! <laughs> <laughs> the Last Faith, that's what this game is called. Like I said, it already got funded on Kickstarter, and now it's officially going to be coming to the Switch. And I think... I mean, I don't know if it's going to be coming to any other consoles as well. Um, But that looks really, really cool. It's gonna. It's uh, developed by. Let's see who it's developed by. Let's go to their Kickstarter here. Uh, Oh, there's still 15 days to go if you want to back it. Oh, it's up to $139,000 now. Um, So it's being developed by Kumi Souls Games. So, yeah, you can pledge support. $4 or more will get your uh, thank you from the team. $8 or more will get your name in the credits and a digital wallpaper. $22 or more will get you a digital copy. So yeah, it is coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox. I'm sure it's coming to Steam too. Yes, it's coming to Steam as well. If you pledge $40, you're going to get the collector's edition. And $44 or more, you're going to get the physical edition. $62 you get the exclusive the kickstarter exclusive physical edition Yeah, you can be a play tester if you do uh, 70 more or more Uh, 90 or more looks like you get a bunch of exclusive stuff Um, But yeah, there's a lot of tiers to this holy shit. Has anyone got the most? 3200 or more not available not available. Yeah, there's people who actually gave a lot of money to this game. Look, the game looks great. It looks amazing. Like I said, it's a nice little like mix between like Bloodborne and Blasphemous. So, if you really if you want to, go ahead and check out the Kickstarter page. Me personally, I'm just going to support them on Steam. I'll buy the game on Steam and we'll probably play it on stream because it looks really cool. Callus, how you doing, Callus? Callus, let me show you this one more. Let me show you this here. Look how cool this looks. Have you played Blasphemous yet, Callus? But yeah, that, I mean, there you go. It looks really cool, so... Yeah, it's called The Last Faith. If you want to check them out, you can. It looks like it's gonna... Like I said, it looks like it's more closely related to, like, Castlevania. With how the gameplay is that we saw. But yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Alright, next up, we have a Metroid-inspired side-scroller shooter. Called, uh, Out Buddies DX. Let's see what this is all about. So, it looks like he had a scanner there. He has like a gun here. Uh, looks like he can like make platforms. Obviously, he can go into a ball too. He's fighting some sort of giant monster and an alien ship. Out buddies DX coming soon to Switch and Xbox One. So, it's not coming to everything, huh? Weird. Uh, let's see the description on this one. This one doesn't look too bad. Um, enter Balam, a sunken city of old gods located deep in the South Atlantic Ocean. In the wake of a shipwreck, adventurer, and marine time archaeologist, Nicole Bernstein regains consciousness 36,000 feet under the sea. He has severely been wounded and, unwilling, and unwillingly connected to a supernatural buddy unit. Searching for answers about his displacement, Nikolai digs deep into the lost City, gradually realizing... An ominous presence lurking in the shadows. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look amazing, but uh, it kind of has like that, Metroid, that old Metroid-type gameplay vibe to it. Check that out if you want to. <clears throat> Next up, a Donkey Kong-inspired platformer is awaiting you called Castle Kong. Don't tell me how the hell Nintendo hasn't brought this game down, but you guys will see what I mean by that. So there's a guy saying, I need your help. And the king has stolen the princess. He goes up. He goes up. He drops a ladder. And uh you get to go up and try and save her, right? You're collecting you're collecting items as you go up, you're killing ghosts and enemies. It is very similar to Donkey Kong for the old arcade cabinets. Um like I said, I don't know how Nintendo's okay with them using the word Kong as well, but... Whatever. It's coming to Steam and the Switch on the 5th of July and the 5th of June on Steam. So it's already out, or it's going to be out soon on Steam. Alright, and finally we have one more Metroidvania called The Sea of Rats. Which is coming the Kickstarter... And I believe it's been funded as well. Um, let me see real quickly before we... up. Oh, that's not the right link. Uh, Kickstarter. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, 28,000. But the goal was 16,000. So, pretty good. It has 30 days to go, but obviously it's been funded. And it's probably going to be ready to go. Let's look at the trailer for it. I haven't actually seen it myself, but I like the concept already. So as I said, this is another metroidvania. Uh, It seems like we're having a metroidvania renaissance right now. So they have anthropomorphic rats in the game. Ooh, a Dracula type rat. Right now it's like a very, um, I I don't think, this might be the art style for the game. We'll have to wait and see for some gameplay. RATROVANIA! RATROIDVANIA! <laughs> so, it does have a very nice art style to it. It looks like everything's hand-drawn, of course. Killing enemies, looting chests... Enemy placement is definitely Metroidvania. Oh, there's a Quab! Crab! Mr. Crabs, no! Yeah, hand-drawn animation, kinda like Cuphead. Um, obviously, it's a little bit um, different than Cuphead, of course. There's four different characters you can choose from. Looks like they also have special moves. Each one has a special move. Epic battles. Oh, looks like uh, there's a boss there. Explore the island. Ah, Benjamin Blacksmith. Trade and master new skills. Yeah, looks like you can buy skills with the money you earn. Oh, my. Ooh, a fire tornado. Brutal final bosses. Ruh-roh. I'm wondering if Fatso... Hey, now. <laughs> Moo-rat, which is like the Dracula guy. Looks like there's also an octopus. Local co-op and multiplayer. That's kind of cool. That's something you don't see in a lot, of, a lot of Metroidvanias. Don't have multiplayer or co-op in it. Curse of the Sea, rats! There you go. So it's going to be coming to pretty much every platform you can think of right now. Pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. I'm glad I saved that one for last, because I like that one the best. There you go. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Ferret64, guys. Um, I'll be back in the swing of things once again. Like I said, uh, don't be surprised if... I, there there's there's a time where I there's like a little while where I have to take like a, a, a siesta, you know I have to take a little bit of a break um, because of uh, uh, Moving or something like that, you know, I'll let you, I'll keep you guys in the loop If you're not a part of the discord make sure you join the discord to keep in touch with me and know everything that's going on Obviously, there's a few things in the background going on right now as well that are uh, that are that are going on Um, So if you want to join the discord the steam game the streaming game vote is officially closed guys So the next game we're gonna be starting tomorrow is drumroll, please It's gonna be Lord of the Rings Conquest there you go Lord of the Rings Conquest is gonna be the next game we stream tomorrow So I hope to see you guys there for that Um, a game from my I was not really childhood, more like more like high school days. So there you go, got six votes. So cool beans, cool beans. So uh, I'll see you guys with that tomorrow. That's on the Xbox 360. Um, so there you go. Uh, I think that's about it. I really don't have anything else to to say. Um, thank you everyone for for coming around to the podcast. Appreciate it. Big, big thank you to player two and Odom for the for the subs. Uh, player two resubbed for two months, and Odom is a new sub to the channel. So I got f- I got to change my end screen now. <laughs> Probably won't do that till the weekend, but I appreciate them nevertheless. Um, I don't I don't know if I really want to. I don't I don't think we're gonna raid anyone today, um, but uh, tomorrow we definitely will, of course. So yeah. Um, I will see you guys tomorrow. I'll also see you guys in the Discord, of course. And uh yeah, that's that's it for me guys. I'm Yummy the Ferret. Thank you once again to everyone who showed up to the stream today. Punisher, Callus, Coco Gamer, Greedy Waffles, Player 2, Odom, and anyone else that I might have possibly missed. Nothing personal, just me being a stupid noob. All right guys, thank you once again. I am Yummy the Ferret and I am out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs>